Jeffrey has a skinny, fat physique. That's the worst kind of body that you could possibly have, Jeffrey. Why don't you just do something about it? Adonis. Adonis takes young Jeffrey by the scrawny arm and sends him straight to the gym with a very special workout routine. And then, there's you. You know, I lived my entire life basically like I was AFK. You know that phrase, AFK, away from keyboard, kind of like when you're playing a video game and you say to your friends, oh, BRB, like I'll be back in a second. I lived my entire life like disassociated, so distanced away from reality. And it was only when I was 17 years old where I started a very special habit. That's when my life started to change. And that habit was weightlifting, going to the gym and lifting weights to try and build muscle and to lose fat and to look good. I discovered a few YouTubers that like I really started to look up to and, and one of the guys was named Joe Delaney. And I would see all of these guys who had become confident because they got into the gym, because they built these awesome physiques and now they were attracting girls. And this was like blowing my mind thinking, whoa, like if I just get like a six pack girls, we'll finally like it. And so here I am, brown, skinny fat, 17 year old, like, you know, raised by my mother, addicted to video games, but they're in our home gym in the garage, lifting weights. Like, it was so odd for someone like me to be there in this kind of culture of lifting weights. But as soon as I realized that making progress in the gym is very similar to making progress in video games, that's when I got hooked. Because in video games, you have skills, you have like levels that you want to keep leveling up. And the way that you level up is by gaining experience, XP. And it was only when I realized that when you put on more weight onto the bar in weightlifting, that's like gaining XP, that's like going up levels. And that's when I got hooked and I was like, finally, like, you know, so dedicated to this pursuit of building an aesthetic body. But there was one massive problem. I just wasn't making progress fast enough. I was going to the gym, I was tracking my calories, but it still felt like, I, you know, I've got more energy, I wanna do more, I wanna do more, what else can I do? So I'll just be watching like more, more hours, hours of fitness YouTube content, just thinking of that, you know, that's being productive. I wanted to make more progress. I was doing the fundamentals. I had more time, I had more energy, but I didn't really know all the things to do. So in this video, I wanna help you to maximize your progress in your physique. Now, the first and most important thing are those fundamental things like going to the gym, progressive overload, sleeping right, eating right. But you didn't need me to tell you that. You didn't need me to make another fitness YouTube video where the guy tells you like, yeah, sleep is really important. You've heard it before. We don't need to like re-clarify it. I wanna talk about weird extra things that I did, which I think helped me to gain more progress in the gym outside of those very important fundamentals. The most important lesson I'll share with you at the end of this video to make you keep watching and, and skyrocket the YouTube retention for me, please, because rent is due. These Airbnbs don't pay for themselves, bro. Number one, <laughs> find out what kind of dieter you are. So diet is very important when it comes to building muscle, losing fat, and you want to be in a calorie deficit. If you want to lose fat, you want to be in a calorie surplus. If you want to gain a lot of muscle, a lot of size, right? And of course, you want to try and eat as clean as possible. You want to eat like one ingredient foods instead of some processed shit, like some garbage, like Samsung used to eat. You want to have like cleaner meals. Now, that was obvious things. One of the big lessons that I've learned on top of that is to try and figure out what your diet personality is like in the sense of figuring out how you diet best. So some guys can literally just intuitively guess how many calories they're eating and like how to stay lean or to get into shape. Some guys can literally just like, just eat what they kind of feel like and they'll stay in 
like fantastic shape they don't need to track calories they don't even need to like really think about being extreme with the like how clean or healthy the food is for me i've realized that i actually do best when i really weigh everything that i eat out and i put it into my fitness pal now that's like something which a lot of fitness youtubers do so the advice isn't that special but it was more that i had to find out that this was the best way for me because i tried some of those times where i just eat intuitively because i didn't want to like you know be obsessed with my diet and weighing everything that i was eating and so i'd eat intuitively like the same few meals and there's been times where i've ate the same few meals for a few days and i thought wait let me just put that into my fitness pal and it turned out that i was eating 1.7 thousand calories a day i was e eating intuitively i was eating you know what i felt like how much i needed to eat or something and i was under eating like crazy i'm six foot one by the way so my calorie maintenance is like 2.8 to 2.9 thousand and i was eating like like almost half that i've had a few moments like that where it really made me realize like I have absolutely no idea when it comes to like guessing calories or anything. I could tell you roughly, right? I kind of know the math now. An egg is 60 calories. A bit of butter to cook the egg in will be like 30 calories. An orange is 70. I can tell you these things. A chicken breast is 120 calories. But when it comes to actually like, you know, going out to restaurants or eating this food or making something in the kitchen, I don't actually keep a track of it. And so I realized my diet personality is the kind of one where I need to have everything written down using an app like my fitness pal makes it really easy. Otherwise, my diet will just be all over the place. And on top of that, it keeps me feeling really certain with my diet like if you've got that slight feeling right now almost like the anxiousness the fear of the unknowing of whether you're actually like making the progress that you want if you want to bulk right now you, you have this kind of fear of like am i really even gaining weight i don't really think i am if you want to lose weight you're thinking wait am i doing it right am i losing any weight like how am i eating too much if you've got that kind of like uncertainty when you track everything that you eat it goes away and that starts to feel really nice because you get that level of confidence that you're going in the right direction. So when I track my calories and I weigh out everything that I eat, which of course sounds, you know, it's, it sounds kind of lame. But when I do that, I'm hit with this like this certainty, this almost masculine certainty where like I'm calm now. I know that I'm going to make the progress that I want to make. When I don't do that, when I'm randomly eating at restaurants and I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, just trying to eat protein every few hours, just eat intuitively. Then I have that level of anxiousness where I'm thinking, wait, I don't even know if I've ate extra calories today or if I haven't ate enough. So my suggestion to you is if you can relate to that kind of weird anxiousness and that sort of, if you're being honest, realizing that you're probably not that great at like guessing calories and how much you're eating just track it i actually think that even though it sounds kind of extreme to track everything you eat i actually believe that eating disorder is not doing that i actually genuinely believe about 99 percent of people have eating disorders because they don't even know what they're eating I don't think it's as crazy as it sounds to know exactly what you're consuming, to know exactly how many calories it is, to like, you know, put it down so it's like, it's just there, it's counted for. I think that's actually way healthier than randomly just eating because my, like, you know, people like to do intuitive eating, which is just like, they'll just say, oh, I'm just eating healthy, I just eat whatever, like, my, my healthy body wants me to. But the issue is our bodies have been hijacked by the modern world and all of the weird chemicals that they put in all these foods. And so whatever your body intuitively wants to eat, it's no longer actually healthy. Because there's, there's fat people who are intuitively eating, but their brain and their body is so fucked up that they're intuitively craving 
food that's actually poison for them. The second lesson I want to give you, which really helped me to put on a really good amount of muscle mass, was training with a friend. Now, I... <laughs> the, the story of this friend that I trained with goes kind of like shit afterwards, but basically we fell out and, and we like he wasn't a very like good person or a loyal man. But before he betrayed me and started speaking to my ex-girlfriend, this guy that I trained with for like a year straight was fucking amazing. Imagine, like you, it's a weird way to introduce someone. But basically, like I trained with this guy in the gym for about a year, basically every single day. And it was so routine that like I would wake up, I would work at 8 a.m. I'd eat a big pre-workout meal and he'd, he'd be outside. I'd hop in the car, we're like, you know, laughing and, and singing loudly and stuff. Get to the gym, we were lifting heavy weights, spotting each other. We knew what weight we'd both use and our like our strength started to match which meant that it was so like simple to you know share the barbell together and when you have that guy who knows how much weight you can lift who's screaming at you that's very powerful like it, it's not only is it psychologically just good for you because you know you've got someone who's watching you for accountability someone who's hyping you up but also just for genuine just physical safety because with a lot of the movements that you're going to do in the gym it's so much safer if you feel like you've got someone who's spotting you with a lot of like pressing exercises so i found that if i'm bench pressing and i'm particularly going for lower reps my weight is that i can use is so much lower unless if i actually have a spot like you'd assume whether you have a spot or not your strength in the gym is the same it's just it's weird because it's like well, once you become experienced in the gym, you know that there's a certain weight that you won't attempt at like bench press unless there's someone stood behind you who could save you in case you mess up. Because even when you do fail a, a bench press set, it's not like life or death. You can, without the, the clips on the barbell, you can't just, you know, like throw the barbell to the side. You can do that. It, it's still quite scary to do that. It's quite like loud in the gym. You're disrupting everyone. You might drop the weight on someone's foot. You don't actually want to have to fail like a bench press, um, a set. And if you've got someone stood behind you, it's like, it's like another 10% of your strength just gets activated because you're not scared anymore. That fear will limit your strength growth and your muscle growth a lot more than you realize. And that's not even the biggest benefit of having a workout partner. The biggest benefit and like the really the biggest lesson that I wanted to give you in this, make it fun. I am here today, 10 years later from that moment that I told you about where I first started weightlifting, 10 years later, and I still love working out. I would not be here today with the muscle that I've built and the physique that I've I've sculpted if I didn't enjoy it all this time. This is one of the things that I have done so amazingly. I'm not the strongest in the gym. I'm not the most jacked, but I have made the, the workouts so incredibly fun that someone like me 10 years later is still consistently going. I'm saying like someone like me because naturally I have a tendency to like start and quit things. I have a tendency, like my, my normal life was me just being like a video gamer, a loser. And here I am 10 years later with like a jacked muscular physique, which is so odd for how I lived most of my life because this is like a really disciplined act when I wasn't a disciplined kid. I'm only here because I, I routinely just make working out really fun for me. Having a workout partner makes it really fun, but I, I even have amazing times when I go to the gym by myself because I just do little things that add to the fun. So for example, I'll listen to the, like the kind of songs that really hype me up. I'll do the exact workout which I find the most fun, not the one that's going to maximize the muscle or the fat loss the most. 
I do the one which I'm going to find the most fun, which means that something like if I showed my workout routine to the internet, I'm sure that there'll be a bunch of like bodybuilders who will say, oh, this isn't very optimal. You know, you could try it like this. You should do this. But the difference is like, I'm still here consistent because I do the kind of workout routine that I find really fun. I really like just barbell exercises i like just kind of like seeing the weight go up just because it's like a game but this is like this changes so just five years ago i really liked doing a bunch of isolation exercises and getting like a massive pump and every workout and, and just training arms like every day i enjoyed that so I only really train in ways that I enjoy and I've just built the kind of physique that I deserve from that, which is not the most muscular. But even then, if you saw pictures of me, maybe my editor can throw some up. Like I've built a very respectful physique as a lifetime natural who hasn't had amazing genetics, like not even good genetics to start with. I had basically like the worst kind of genetics, which is like brown, skinny, fat, like Pakistani guy, Indian, like Indian, Pakistani guys, we know this is like our genetics are just, there's no like brown guy who's just genetically muscular it's just never happened in the world before there's a bunch of black guys who are just born with fucking muscle bunch of white guys who are just born with muscle no indian or pakistani guy has ever just been born with like a nice like lean physique we've all like we just start as like a fucking like copy of each other which is like a, a weird fat bloated stomach but like weirdly skinny arms and like a hairy chest and so here i am with a physique that actually is the exact opposite of that where my stomach is is tight and flat where my chest is is muscular where my arms are thick it's been an amazing journey and most of all it's been fun through it all so just like before i started recording this video i just said to my girl who you know we're staying together right now in this beautiful airbnb and she just went to the the grocery store for us to go get like a bunch of like food and pre-workout stuff like we got fruit and everything and i'm like i can't even explain to you like how how grateful and excited i felt just before i pressed record thinking this is my life I'm in this beautiful place in Scotland. We're about to go view homes that we want to buy and to start a family. And my woman's just went out to like, to the grocery store to buy us like basically like pre-workout, like the pre-workout meal. And we're going to go to the gym straight after this. Like I'm living like the, the perfect day every day. I, I absolutely love my life and I love the schedule that I've, I've, the routine that I've built. And the gym has been a huge part of that. So I know that right now you probably really want to maximize your muscle mass and you really want to burn as many calories as possible and you've got these big goals which are awesome. But I want to tell you that the best advice that I could give you after 10 years of being in this space is to really just think to yourself that you want to create like your perfect life, your perfect day and you want to have like the gym being a big part of that. You want it to be this thing that you still want, like you love it being in your day, even 10 years from now, even 20 years from now, when you've got multiple children and you've got some successful business, you still want it to be a super fun part of your day. Because if you're only going to the gym just for the muscle gain, at some point, 10, 20 years from now, I'm going to be honest, you, you'll probably feel a little bit too mature for that. Right now, when you're young, it's like the muscle gain means a lot because you're going to get, you know, you'll attract more girls, you'll get more respect. 20 years from now, when you've developed yourself spiritually so much more and you're so much more certain of yourself, you're going to have a lot less desire to be like 10% body fat. Unless if you love it. If you create this gym lifestyle, which you don't love, It'll be very hard to maintain that when other priorities start coming up, when children come up and maybe like financial problems come up every now and then. But when you really love your gym workout, when you love the lifestyle that it puts you on, when the, the thought of like eating a pre-workout meal and going to the gym with your girl, it seems like so fun to you. 
you'll do it no matter what, even when you're traveling, even when you've just had a child. That's what I hope for you. I know that if you just want to race for the gains, I totally understand because I've done that, but you probably want to maintain those gains for the rest of your life. And the number one way you're going to do that is to always keep it fun and enjoyable. I could have told you like a bunch of random tactics that probably would have given you more dopamine, but I really wanted to equip you with this like life philosophy because any tactic that you use can still be nice. But the biggest thing is basically you just never stop this game. Being in great shape and in great health is what's called a infinite game. It's a game where you can't actually win. Like you can't win at being in shape. The point of a game like this is to simply just keep playing the game. You, This is like the best message I could give you. The way that you win this game is by just playing it continuously, never quitting. Because no matter how much progress you make, if you quit this game of dieting, of going to the gym, eventually you'll lose all the progress. The only way to maintain the, the gains that you've worked so hard for is to keep playing the game for the rest of your life. And the only way that you'll actually want to do that when you're past the point of caring so much about muscle and you've already attracted your woman and, oh, you know, 20 years down the line, 50 years down the line, you're only going to keep playing the game if it's still then still fun for you. That's the most important thing that you could do to melt away the fat and build like insane amounts of muscle and be in shape for the rest of your life. Whilst in 70, 80, 90% of people struggle with that, this is your competitive advantage because it's one of the most fun parts of your day. This is what other people will never understand about you and the fact that you're still in shape when you're 60 years old. You fucking enjoy it. You love it. You love going to the gym. You love like, you know, like tracking and making sure that you're eating clean. You love doing that. It's so fun for you. That's how you're going to maintain the gains for the rest of your life. If you resonate with this like deeper philosophical thinking, the top link in the description is seven questions you can ask yourself to really get to know yourself more and to change your future. So go and get that document right now. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.